0: Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Stephen Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. Uh, this will be episode 109. Right now, I'm in the city of North Long Beach, where I used to live back in the day. I have a very, very, very special guest. I have Amanda. She's the CEO and co-founder of the Phoenix Rise Project. Amanda, what's up, girl? woo
1: Hey, everybody. It's me, Amanda Guevara, um, a.k.a. Amanda DeLeon. So I'm here and being, you know, welcome, welcome.
0: I know I'm over here in North Long Beach right now. Uh, man, I haven't been to North Long Beach that much for a minute. And man, well, we asked, man, we had some deep talks before we started, started this I know, podcast. We, we
1: should have just pressed hit record like right when you walked in the door, huh? Started spitting knowledge and had a little therapy session with some drink and some dank.
0: <laughs> oh man, I was just thinking about it. It's like I think Amanda knows me. I think this is my like my Dr. Phil.
1: Female Dr. Phil and shit, right? (laughs) Minus the mustache. I got a little mustache, but...
0: (laughs) So I just want to always say to my guests, man, how was your day today?
1: My day has been... I've been very gracious. Uh I woke up being very gracious. Um, I woke up with a lot of gratitude. Uh Got my life together. Took a shower. You know, not a lot of people are able to take a shower. I took a shower today. Took my kids to school. My oldest is in the front
0: engaging. Like, I feel good. I mm-hmm. feel amazing. I feel amazing. That's awesome, man. Because right mm-hmm. now, man, I I need to feel amazing right now, too, man. And just having a good time with my lady. Uh, went to the breweries. Okay. Um, it's just a whole bunch of things. And uh, pretty much, um, you know, having drinks, getting to know my lady and everything, it's, it to me was just perfect perfect for everything
1: that's good and then we got the holidays coming up too so are you ready for that
0: oh man I gotta go Christmas shopping I'm just I don't know uh, I gotta do all that stuff (laughs) I
1: think we stopped Christmas shopping like I have to say that my kids are so blessed Uh you know shoes clothes all the materialistic things so we've decided to create this Christmas um we still get a fucking tree I'm I'm trying to avoid the tree to be real with you but my man's Mm -hmm. not having it (laughs) um uh, I think we're going to go to Knott's Berry Farm. Just spend time with each other uh-huh. versus like, look what I got you. Because at that, any given point, anything that we buy them can be taken without any kind of consequences. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we rather spend time with each other. Um, one year we hit San Francisco. Then we did San Diego, Santa Barbara. I'm trying to do, I mean, I can't take them on no fucking extravagant trips, but I'm trying to give them what I can, which mm-hmm. is my time i rather and and I think it, I'm doing a pretty good job at that you know what I'm saying Yeah. but the Christmas and holidays to me is mainly um, it's kind of like a, a US hack like buy more consume more get in more debt and then we'll give you a little a nice little check you know when that tax tax money comes in which
0: goes back
1: goes right back to them the economy like, come on come on now so I don't know I guess you could call me uh, I'm abundant when it comes to Christmas Mm-hmm. like i'll get if i know you're really in need yeah i'm gonna get you some gifts but my personal kids I, they're so blessed they're so fucking blessed yeah
0: man. yeah man the last time i seen you i think uh it was in north long beach at by jordan high school there i me at the time my ex and my daughter went to go see uh barley's and levy
1: oh the bar- or,
0: was, yeah i think or was it was a far side at the park. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the
0: last time I saw, saw Barrington you. Barrington Levy
1: died a while ago. Um, oh, well, he died? It was Hell yeah. Barrington Levy? No, not Barrington Levy. Oh. No, I'm thinking Gregory Isaac. My bad. Barrington, my bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's um, the last time I saw you.
1: Yeah, right here on the north side on like Artesia, right? Oh,
0: and also at, um, at CVS.
1: Oh yeah It was also like we bumped, On the north side Yeah
0: we bumped in Had to go At the time I went to go get some medicine like, hey
1: what's up girl Yeah small fucking world With your son right Yeah Yeah I remember that
0: Yeah we. it was just right there We used to get whatever we can
1: So we, you know? we really know each other Because our cousins are mm-hmm. cousins so that's how I know Mega Man. Who's so that guy? Got the, you know, I got that inside scoop.
0: <laughs> who's that guy? Who's Luciano? Right? Who's always, yeah. where's he yeah. He's always where is he at? He actually
1: no, he's doing a really good thing. Like for Thanksgiving,
0: we're uh-huh.
1: doing the Turkey Bowl, right? Yeah. And he got sponsors. He got Gatorade. He got Dunkin' Donuts. Like to give things for our little yeah. family function. Uh, turkey bowl mm-hmm. he got referees he's paying them like a hundred dollars so they could ref our family games yeah pretty cool cool, cool shout out to my cuz what up cuz
0: shout out to Alfonso I saw him what was it was like a couple weeks ago at a, at a hip-hop show
1: oh yeah you, uh, you'll see Fonz up there shout big ass to... beard looking like a terrorist <laughs> <to be>. yeah, <laughs> yeah I know? think he moved
0: back to uh, Long Beach
1: yeah he's over there downtown yeah you know? yeah he's doing his thing too you know he's finding himself I give him props, too. He just did an event, like, a month ago with yeah. my homegirl, Stacy. And mm-hmm. he was, you know, the the expert in the wine. And, you know, he, he loved his wine.
0: Wines and beers, Wines you know? and
1: beers and chicks and hoes.
0: That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the reason why I wanted to get you on, um, you're helping, doing something for the community of Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And you started this uh, community service called the, Weiss, the Phoenix Rice Project. And I was looking at it, I was like, wow, this is very positive. You know, <laughs> t- it's all about healing for women and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So talk to me about that.
1: So the Phoenix Rise Project um, is right now in the early stages of a community action project. It's not necessarily a 501 um, incorporation nonprofit yet. Yeah. So I still need to find my board of directors. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm being very cautious on who I allow to touch my baby, um, but it's a community action project. And I live in Long Beach. I grew up in Long Beach. I was mm-hmm. not raised here. I mean, I was raised here, but I was born in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So, in case you didn't oh, know, I have cousins
0: in Albuquerque. Yeah, I, that's
1: where I was born. Oh, yes, it? I'm on the holy land, the eight. the the, eight, the it Native American land. Mm-hmm. That's magical land right there. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, I was born there. Came over here two weeks, and then I've been here ever since. So, Long Beach is my home. Mm-hmm. Um grew up on the west side and migrated over here on the north side and kind of been here since I met my man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Phoenix Rise Project is something that's still very new. It's a passion of mine and I'm helping women to overcome trauma with healthy, holistic self-care techniques, being more self-aware by meditation, yoga, just taking care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself... You can't take care of anyone. You can't take care of your man, your kids, your lady, your your cousins, your aunties, your uncles. None mm-hmm. of those people will be able to have a functioning you without you taking care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I practice. I say a lot, but I need to practice it more. If mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's that's pretty deep. Because on the thing you have healing. You mm-hmm. guys do yoga.
1: We do the yoga, the meditation, sound healing. Which is like sound baths with different crystals. Um, sometimes we have guided meditation with a Reiki master that I linked up with. Her name is Sarah Wong. Mm-hmm. You want to go visit her? Mm-hmm. Energy house in Long Beach. Okay. She will. You. She will cleanse the fuck out of you, and she will pull some shit. And you're like, whoa, what the hell? I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> but, um, she's helped me on my journey on my spiritual path. Um, going into her space is very cleansing has a great aura
0: Yeah.
1: um you know I got a cousin who does a yoga um I got a homegirl Janet she got the mini massages going like she's helped me along my journey when I've, I've had to call her crying like yo I don't even know if I just did the session right
2: mm-hmm. and it's
1: a workshop and then I feel overwhelmed like how you said earlier yeah sometimes you get so overwhelmed when you're like I'm gonna quit Mm-hmm. But I see I'm making an impact, mm-hmm. but it can be very draining for me because it's out of my comfort zone. Yes.
0: You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, earlier, when you brought up, like, you know, um, it's all about spending more time. It was a coincidence. My my lady was like, hey, um, I want you to spend more time with me instead mm. of the podcast. Because mm-hmm. I was overwhelming myself doing the podcast and trying to find my, how do I balance everything out? I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm, you know, you, you, it's all about time, you know. And I felt like I wasn't doing that.
2: Mm-hmm. I felt
0: like it was I was just focus focus on the podcast and not focusing on my lady and the kids.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: once I get into that that zone, I don't know when to stop.
1: Correct.
0: It's just, and I, that's why I had to, <clears throat> I had to balance, you know, balance things out to want to make me spend more time with my lady. And I know she. Every time there's a good woman, there's always going to be a good man, you know, Mm -hmm. to back to, you know, back him up. Mm -hmm. And that's what I needed. Mm -hmm. You know, now she we talked about that. That's really
1: good. I mean, it sounds like she's a good support system and she knows that this is important to you. mm -hmm. But she also reminds you of the greater things. Yeah. The things that may not bring you prosperity, but they'll bring Mm -hmm. you wholesome. Mm -hmm. You know, like she's a person and your daughter and your new baby is a person. And yeah you kind of just working together and trying to find and how you guys mesh. Yeah. But she's not telling you, like, give up the podcast. She's just telling you, like, yo, focus on me and be present with me when you're here with me.
0: <sighs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I've been doing because when I think about something... It stays with me for weeks and it's like, man, how am I gonna better myself? Mm-hmm. How am I gonna balance this out? If she wants me to spend more time, do less podcasts and be as a family and also be less on iPads and social media, fuck it. I'd rather get that talk to get to know her, know her more better. You mm-hmm. know, but she's gonna be with me forever, so I might as well just start knowing everything, what what's good, what's not, what sets her off, what sets her not, what she doesn't like, what's sensitive, what what might trigger her. I wanna know everything about her.
1: And you guys have a a lifetime to figure that out because there's no manual. She don't come with the manual. You know know what I'm saying? Like, that's the crazy part is I've been with my man for a long ass time. Well, you asked me that earlier. I was trying to do the math. I really don't know. Uh So I'm 33 right now Mm -hmm. and I've been with him since I was like 17, 18. Oh, wow.
0: High -hmm. school sweethearts?
1: Not really. No, he was actually my side. My side boo. Oh yeah, so he, 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 keep he it in real. Me, he pulled me. Um mm-hmm. he knew at the time I had a boyfriend. Oh
2: wow. Yeah,
1: and he was like, No, I just want to be your friend. Da, 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 and he was funny as shit. He had a car. Um, we worked together and oh, shit. I remember my boyfriend at the time was like, Yo, you see that dude over there? Pointed to Martin, you know, and I'm like, Yeah, he's funny. He's great. What about him? Stay away from him. And I was like, hmm. Why? So next thing you know, we started like, you know, hanging out more and then walking me home, driving me home, taking me to a party, da 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 And yeah, the two kids in a fucking house later, like here we are. Like, it's crazy, right?
0: You're all happy. I'm happy, dude. He's super chill.
1: He is the yin to my yang. Like, I am the... You know the the female pit bull that hasn't ate in a long time. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's real. Like wah, 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 that's me. Uh huh. Um, and he is like the Zen master and just reminding me to like calm down and thinking of the bigger pictures. Uh-huh. So I, I I appreciate that about him.
0: He's a good guy. Kill the kill cool the family. Chill. Yes. He's into reggae music. He's, he's in- into
1: reggae music. But okay, so because he has dreadlocks, you know, yeah. he is a Hispanic man uh-huh. speaking Spanish, uh, looks like a Pacific Islander, has a beard like a terrorist, <laughs> um, and he has dreadlocks. Uh-huh. So everybody just assumes like, oh, he's a hot head. He likes reggae. Da 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 da. Truth is. When we first got together, he told me that we were not going to work out because I smoked too much.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, yeah, I'm not really feeling how much weed you smoke. And and I was like, well, I guess this is not going to work out then. You know, we'll us see how long it lasts and what happens. And next thing you know, like... Here we are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he did tell me that I smoked too much. Um, he didn't smoke when we first met. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he really started smoking until my oldest was born. So, like, what, 10 years ago?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: We're smoking, like, a lot now, it just makes you more mm-hmm. relaxed.
1: It makes him or me.
0: Oh, no, both of you guys. You know, like, because, you oh, know, yeah. back, like, oh, we can't, we can't be smoking this, Megan, like that. You I I already
1: r- know, dude. No, if, if, if I don't smoke this whole house, blowing the fuck mm-hmm. up. You know, I'm just <laughs> It's just I know it's a it's, it's who I am. I don't hide it from my kids. Um, I don't have it laying around or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have my medicine out. I, that's what I call it. Mm-hmm. It's a natural herb medicine. Um,
0: and what did you give us earlier? Right. I'm in a relaxation. That's indicate
1: that indica for you in a in a nice glass bong. Mm. Um, but. I don't hide it, because it's who I am. Yeah. And if you don't agree with it, then that's cool. That's you, but you ain't Mm -hmm. me, so fuck you. Like, basically. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, not you in general, but my kids know that because I smoke weed, it does not make me, oh my god, my mom's, you know, got a problem. They get fed every day. They go to school. They got a house. They got a car. They got everything that they need with a calmer, relaxed mom. You know, I'm not as eager to like, you didn't clean your fucking room. Where's your homework? Da, 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 You're just more relaxed. Trendy. Yes.
0: You know what? I I'll be honest, when I when I get smoked out from time to time, mm-hmm. I feel like the stuff that was been hurting me, it just goes away.
2: Mm-hmm. Like that
0: I feel relaxed mm-hmm. and everything. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just wanna be free. Like not worry about nothing when I'm Smoking, getting relaxed for a whole day, just want to relax, like, listen to some good music. Like some Yeah,
1: music is my therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but I don't have a TV in my living room. So, I have yeah. a TV in my bedroom. Uh-huh. And really, in reality, the TV should be out here, but it broke. So, <laughs> I put it in the bedroom or whatever. Um, yeah. And it works, but I feel like when you come into my space... Well, when you came in, I was listening to music. Yeah. Right? Like music is my therapy and it helps me move you're moving your body so you're releasing that bad energy that you've been having stored up mm-hmm. for how many years how do you like, deal with that how do I deal with it how, how do you
0: deal with like if a person is, who has so much bad stuff and everything how do you and you store it how do you just how do you get it you out you just gotta
1: work through it I think that the moment you your mind starts starting that engine of like I say toxic thoughts yeah literally your body is an engine get up and move wash the dishes, clean the house, go for a walk, talk, yoga, meditate, do some type of physical movement to remind you, oh, I'm right here. I'm here in this very moment. I'm not in my head where whatever happened to me happened to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Don't go back to what made you feel so emotional. Think about right now. And so yesterday I was feeling like kind of like gloomy. Yeah. So I did some yoga, some meditation with my knees. Um, mm-hmm. Then I just had to remind myself that I'm being blessed. Yes. Being gracious on this very moment. I have a patio where I'm able to go and get sun kissed and, and just enjoy the fresh air. And I can see the beautiful sky and my kids are healthy. And we had lunch and we had a great healthy breakfast. Like reminding myself to be in the moment. Cause mm-hmm. if
0: you're not in the moment, you're gonna, you'll be trapped in your fucking thoughts mm-hmm. forever, forever. That's what I'm trying to work on. Yeah, letting it, it go it, of the it's past. It's a lot of work, bro. letting go of the past, like the people who, like, sabotage or or turn their backs on me or betrayed me. I feel like the ones who were closest it, that really hurt me. And that's where I'm trying to find a way to to move on from that stuff and that work not dwell but, on but it. But you have moved on, and you are
1: moving on. So uh-huh. when you start thinking about what person A did to you, or X, Y, and Z, or like did. how my,
0: or like how my mom, like my mom left me, left me and my kids to be homeless,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's 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 sad,
2: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. no
0: parent should ever do that to their own kids, mm-hmm. but it it just it it gave me that 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 grudge, like I can't believe, like I just, I don't know, I just feel like every time I do something good, it's it's always you're gonna fuck it up.
1: How is your relationship
0: with your mom now? Oh, we're not in speaking terms at all. At all, I think it's best like that. I gave her an option, you know. You, I I had a you know I had a son and everything, and to me it was more like, are we gonna work out our differences or not? Nothing. So mm-hmm. it's it's her, it's her stubbornness that she just needs to like let go. Or if there's situations that bothered me from the past or what my mom or dad did to me. And for her to say, like, "Oh, don't talk about it. Just throw it under the rug." Okay, we just that—that that was the past. How come you? How come you did that to me? How come you turn your back on me when I needed help? That's just stuff like, it, it just—it hurt. I and mean, how am I gonna do with so, so that?
1: So close your eyes and think about going back to that moment when she said, "No, I cannot allow you into my space." Um, the, the option was for you and your family to become homeless. Yeah but close your eyes and think about the journey of you her telling you no you going through your episodes of homelessness and becoming the person that you are right now mm-hmm. so you went through like it's like a road in Compton right like hella bumpy you got pot ro- potholes and shit like yeah, got yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. turbulence but look where you are right now and you're still evolving
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know what I mean and if you didn't go through those fucking potholes in life maybe who knows you probably would have still been at her house would you have been okay with that?
2: Fuck. You
1: know what I'm saying? Like, you got to think about things outside of the box. Because if you hold on to, how could you do that to me? I was at my lowest point. She was at your lowest point because she knew that the only person could get you out of there was you. She didn't do this to you. And and you have to take accountability, too, and be like, how did I get here? How did I get to that situation? And it took me, it's still taking me, personally, a long time to say, I'm... I'm Reaching right now, but I don't have my dad lives on Orange. Yeah. And I see him like we drive by each other, and I don't go over there. I don't go over there because I don't need to go over there. And if you want to call my children, that's cool. Go ahead. You know, we see mm-hmm. we see each other on family events, and we will hug and yeah. you know, hello, we'll be cordial, <clears throat> but there's no relationship there. Oh. And the as far as my mother. There's a lot of, um, there, there's a small piece of atonement. And it's a new word that I just learned. So, it means to basically show me that your behavior and your attitude is actually changing. Oh, wow. Because you can't just walk up to somebody and be like, yo, I'm sorry about how I, was, how I left you out in the streets when you but were homeless. But still go back to themselves. And you have to. Wow. But you have to also be able to say, my behavior has changed. I'm a better person now. Let's work on our relationship. So, there's a, a small atonement there with me and my mom. Um, we talk on social media. We send memes to each other, but mm-hmm. there's no relationship there. No, so I mean, sh- she's alive and my dad is alive, and they're both in distance, arm distance from me. You're, but you know, it's
0: like the same thing with me.
1: But you gotta go and say what's up to her. Take that, take take a glot, take a ball, <laughs> you know, and uh, go say hey. Show her, flex on her if you need to, and let her know that I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Cause it will mean so much to her, and it'll mean so much to you. And I think it'll it'll allow you to come closer to your kids.
2: Oh, wow. You
1: know? Because I, close I, your eyes. Put, your, put yourself in your kids' shoes as mm-hmm. well. They're going to go through some things that mm-hmm. you, you may not be able to help them out with. I know. And they might have that same mindset like, yo, my dad turned my back on me. And in reality, you didn't. Or you're not. You're trying to get your shit together to make sure that their shit is together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you don't know, maybe your mom wasn't at the right spot place in her mind or her heart or financially to be able to accept you guys into her home at the time, you know, mm-hmm. from the outside, it looks like she could have. Why didn't she? But you don't know the real, you know, it's like piecing an onion. You don't See, know the layers.
0: Yeah, this is pretty deep because I, that's what I felt. Mm-hmm. You know why? Then then having those experiences and having going through those bumpy roads in Compton and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And now where I'm at now where I'm more calm I'm relaxed, not anxious like it used to be. But slowly, it will take time, like how you say, to not to move on from the past and, and think about the present. Yeah. And like having a son Emiliano, thinking since so I'm bringing a baby into this world, I cannot bring the stuff from the past to, to that.
1: Because it will affect him.
0: The only thing I can do is, <clears throat> is if my mom and my dad weren't around, at least in a way, the stuff that I know, I will never be like that with
1: Emiliano. You took it as a, not a, an L, but a lesson learned. Oh you know what I'm God. saying? Like, you know what you don't want to be, but you can't sit there and say, "Oh, my parents didn't have any good qualities." I'm gonna be real with you. I have outnumbered a lot. My 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 weight mm-hmm. for the trauma is very heavy. Yeah. However, I have learned a lot from my parents. Mm-hmm. The hustler comes from both of them. Mm-hmm. I never seen either one of them without a job. Mm-hmm. um a lot of dedication um and ambition but i also seen the fact that who i don't want to be i want to be more in tune with my compassionate side and it takes me i'm still working on that because i was raised by a man i was right, my dad is was a single dad you know mm. so when i first got with my man i'm like what's up my nigga Hey, let's go. Let's go smoke. And he's like, "You're just too much. Like, you're just just slow it down and hug me." And I'm like, "I, right, my nigga, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I didn't know what else to do because I didn't know how to converse in a feminine way."
0: Did you live on the West Side of Long Beach? Yes, or? I
1: stayed at my grandma's house, like
0: at Santa Fe Springs, yes, right there by Silverado Park.
1: Santa Grandma, thirty forty six. Mm-hmm. No. Um, yeah, so I stayed there a lot. Mm-hmm. And then when when I would leave. I stayed at my Nina's house for a few months, a year. I don't know. Um, She lived on the north side. Mm -hmm. And I was always getting kicked out of my dad's house. Oh,
0: my God. Always
1: leaving. Um, And then I got my own place. I was, like, 18, 19 years old with my boyfriend, Martin. Yeah. At the time. He's my husband now. Mm -hmm. We lived in the Wrigley's. And I was so happy because I got my own spot. didn't have a fucking... One furniture thing in there.
0: You're just relieved.
1: I was just relieved that I would be able to not have to sleep behind my grandma's couch. Oh, wow. So, at my grandma's house, although she opened her doors to me um, a lot, my room, for a long time, it was a couch like this. And I slept behind it on a cot. Um, we couldn't lay on her couches.
0: What the uh, fuck?
1: Um, it wasn't like do sleep sit on my couches it was like that. Uh, couches are not a place to relax on like if she saw us like you know like laid out it was more like get up this is not your room get up get up and you t- you gotta do something like oh I gotta oh, cook wow. something like yeah so I stayed behind there and at the time Chinito Fonzo and all them lived in the house um, so it was real crowded a lot of loud talking never slept in past 6am well, I never going. because Uncle to walk on the fucking door and banging on the hall and walls and shit. Wake up everybody, get out. Oh, that's he,
0: Luciano Alfonso's Lu- dad. Yes, He's yes. a loud man. He's super <laughs>
1: loud. Um So when they moved out, they moved next door. Uh-huh. And then um, when they moved next door, that's when I was able to get my own room.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I got my own room and then I painted it black. And uh my grandma was pissed the fuck off like cuz it was so dark and but I had all my glow in the dark shit. So it looked cool. That was cool. And then, yeah, I got my own spot in the Wrigley's. And I used to park. I couldn't find parking when I lived in the Wrigley's. And mm-hmm. I was waitressing at the time with a whole gang of ones and singles and fives running in the Wrigley's, scared as fuck. Because it was on PCH and like Magnolia. Magnolia oh. 20th. Oh, that's like, and, oh, in the Damn. Head, right? Damn. And I used to run like because I couldn't find parking and I used to run thinking somebody was going to jack me. Um, fuck,
0: it's... Damn. Yes, I used to have like they don't those know prostitutes about the, right there. People, you guys don't know about the <laughs> west side of Long Beach. They ain't don't fuck around over there.
1: Well, that was the Wrigley part. So that was like the Wrigley area. Um, yeah, but the west side was pretty cool. I didn't have pr- a lot of problems. And this is before they
0: made Cabrillo High School.
1: Yeah. I never wanted to go to Cabrillo.
0: What school did you go to? I went to Lakewood. Oh, I I was there for one year.
1: I went to Lakewood. I love that school. school. Lakewood is probably the only school I didn't get into, like, a lot of confrontations. Well, didn't get caught. Like, I didn't get caught and kicked out of that school. Mm. I was a lot of physical altercations, fighting. Oh, yeah. But nothing where I was, like, reprimanded. Like, in middle school, I probably went to, like six seven middle schools wow yeah i got kicked out of two of them um it was a lot of bouncing around too like i remember going to elementary schools i think i counted i went to five or six elementary schools in long beach and i ended up linking up with my homegirl lorraine every single time Uh like i'll be on the playground sad as fuck like damn i just moved again and then I see my homegirl on the playground and we're like, hey, what's up? You like, got kicked out too? Yeah, no, we just had unstable ass parents, like oh, unstable yeah. parents. My parents were always moving. Um, and then when I would fight, they'll just suspend me. But right away, I played the victim. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I fought boys, a black boy. Damn. Yeah, he was a little pervert though. What? Um, How much? What'd he, he do? He to grab my ass like, while I was drinking water and shit. Um, that was crazy.
0: But you got that West Side in- Instinct. Yeah, You're I was like, like oh. Oh. Girl,
1: chopping niggas like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was cool though. Like growing up was really not what it is now. You don't see a lot of kids outside riding their bikes. iPads. And, yeah, everything. Everybody's mm-hmm. kind of plugged in. I have
0: to push my kids to go. No, we want to stay. Mm-hmm. We got Disney Plus now.
1: Oh, they're chilling. They're max chilling. They're
0: max chilling. It's like, yeah. well, it's the holidays, you know. But when I do take them out, it's like <laughs> they get they get tired easy. Like. I think I have to take them out more. Yeah. That's what I have to do. Be more active. Be more active instead of staying home, watching TV, and sleep. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, no, I well, I think for, since May, we've been riding our bikes every day to school. So, our school from here is like two and a half to three miles, and we ride our bikes there. I drop them off. I ride home. Mm -hmm. And that's how we start the day. Like, get the fuck up. You're not about to be like, oh, my mom can take me in her gas-guzzling-ass suburban truck. No, I'm not. <laughs> like, we're going to get our blood going. We're going to, you know, wave hi to the crossing guard lady. Mm-hmm. But I ain't going to lie. Everyone, while they're driving, is plugged in. There's people, we talked about it on autopilot. <coughs> I'm literally like, hey, I see you. Do you see me? We've gotten almost hit because people are on their phones while they're driving. Oof. They're just not looking. So, uh, I stopped allowing my four year old to ride and I put him on my handlebars, like on the seat on the handlebars. Mm -hmm. So we are together and I'm in control. Remember we talked about me being in control.
0: Oh yeah. Um, And you're not used to that, huh?
1: I'm not used (laughs) to, I need to be in control at all times. Uh So my husband is horrible with directions (laughs) and uh, (laughs) he's like, I'll drive, babe. And there I go like, okay, I'll be in the passenger seat. Reading my book or on my phone, and nope, there I am. Make it right, make it left. Why didn't you turn right here? Da-da-da-da-da. I'm the passenger seat, also because he don't know where the fuck he's going. But yes, I need, Damn, I need to be in control. Damn <laughs> I need to be in control. Google Maps that. it. I tell him, <laughs> and he goes, "You should put the Google Maps on for me." I'm
0: like, oh. oh my God.
1: Do <laughs> <laughs> it yourself. Huh? Yeah, it's crazy though.
0: Oh my gosh. So, uh, you graduated Lakewood High, mm-hmm. and. What did what did you go to college? What college did you go to?
1: I went to City. Um, I got my AA there. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to walk because I was in the hospital with Juju, my oldest. Yes, <clears throat> had a really not a horrible pregnancy, but a high risk pregnancy uh-huh. that I kind of did to myself. Like I enjoyed the fact that it was my first pregnancy. It uh-huh. ate everything in the world it had gallstones and fucking weighed like two hundred and twenty fucking pounds and I'm short so that looked like I weighed like five hundred pounds. You know what I mean? Um oh, wow. So yeah, I graduated from there in like twenty ten, no, twenty nine two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. Um, took about a year off and then I tried to enroll to Cal State Long Beach. Yes. And they said, okay, yeah, I come over, but you're on academic probation. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? No financial aid. And I'm like, fuck you. I can't pay for this shit. So, because I had missed so much school during my pregnancy with Juju. So then I went to Westwood College. Yeah. In Torrance. Um, Graduated my bachelor's degree there. Walked the stage barely wobbling. Um, Pregnant with Lucius, my Mm -hmm. four-year-old. Pregnant with him. Walked the stage. Had him like a week later. So, I could have had him on the graduation stage. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. And then, I recently thought, haven't fully enrolled, but thought about going to get my master's degree in psychology. Mm -hmm. But again, it's just a thought. I go back to the debt and, you know, financial aid. And do I want to push myself to go through that? I don't know. So, I told my husband, if I... Don't create a contract with the city by January, February. Then on and get my master's, but still continue what I'm doing with the Phoenix Rise project. Yes. Um, but as far as me getting my master's, I, I, I feel like I have allowed the world to season me enough with experience. Um, I got my own trials and tribulations that I can atone to, and, and you know, with my work experience, I, I really like. Do I really fucking need that master's? Like, it's just another sticker. Mm-hmm. You know, with a hundred thousand dollars,
0: like like that. Uh, what's that album with Kanye West? College dropout. College my, dropout. College, my dad got all these Jack masters and degree. everything, and <laughs> yeah. all he got was nothing.
2: Mm-hmm. My and he died.
0: Keep
1: me warm at night. Yeah. See? Yeah. I know which one you're talking
0: That's about. That's something where it's like everyone wants that 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 master's. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I got the master's, like the PhD, highest yeah. Ab- yeah. But it's like just to a- brag. Yeah.
1: For what?
0: And get and get a, get a student loan.
1: A student loan, a student loan, yeah. Oh, that um, you have to pay off? Yeah. So, again, I don't know if that's for me right now. Mm-hmm. But it's something that I'm playing with. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Dude, that's awesome. Thank you. You know, are going to get there. You're going to get there. So, when you went there, how... Now we're going to get to the uh, point. um, How did you... When you start finding yourself, like, you know, from the past with your parents... Uh, Your boyfriend, Mm -hmm. you're just meditating Smoking, like getting everything In line to do How, what made you come up with The Phoenix Rise Project, tell me about that
1: Well I had this (coughs) Excuse me I had this vision um, Of the Phoenix Rise Project But it wasn't the Phoenix Rise Project Yet, it was just the vision Of Uh like, caring for yourself Mm -hmm. So Like three years ago Four years ago Maybe even five. Shit, everything to me is the other fucking day. Yeah. Um, I had a group of homegirls, friends, a group of friends that I would get together with for brunch. Yes. And I'm like, all right, let's do this every three months. Let's do brunch or let's do some type of gathering where we take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we did brunch and then the brunch ended up getting into all day fucking drinking and all day getting fucked up and (laughs) you know it it just kind of blew out of what I wanted it to be It, it left the healing part and the the you know communication part yeah and it just turned into like a fucking mini little party fest you know and that's not what I wanted so I still talk to these girls and I say what's up on social media or whatever um and then I started utilizing that thought into work. So I'm like, okay, I am a social worker. I'm in this field. I started creating at work, self-care Fridays. Self-care Fridays for all the caseworkers, come over here in the office and let's I'll bring my little incense. Let's light it up. Listening to relaxing music, Music it's supposed to be for 15 minutes, sometimes it was like 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, they're just setting now. Everybody bring your yoga mats. We'll do some stretches, not full-blown yoga, mm-hmm. um, but we'll we'll stretch it out. <clears throat> While that. we're stretching, you're going to tell me you're going to start opening up. And I didn't plan it. They'll just start saying like, oh, I have a really difficult case, Amanda. Could you help me with it? Da, 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 da. Next thing you know, it's like a group therapy session with our workers. While we're on the office premises and we're talking about work and how we... Don't take this work home with us and how we can say, let's take off our social worker hats and just take care of ourselves right now. Because mm-hmm. how am I supposed to service everyone on my caseload? I have cases from like 75 families. How do I take care of all of them if my brain is over here like <sighs> about to explode? Mm-hmm. Um, so I started with that. And then I started working with, uh, <clears throat> I've been working with this agency called Dress for Success. Yes. So they're super dope. They help women who want to get back into the work for, workforce field uh, with interview clothes. Mm-hmm. And I had originally sent my mom there when she first got out because um, she did nine years for attempted murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, she before was, um, what do you call it? Orthodontics?
0: Oh, oh for the dentist? Yes. Orth- orthodontics. So she did that. And oh, wow. She
1: couldn't get back into the field because of her charge. So I sent her to Dress for Success so she could go look for a job. So she comes back with clothes from Dress for Success, uh, but was really pissed off. She's like, I'm not going to work in a fucking office with a fucking bunch of bitches. Because, you know, she's been locked up with a bunch of bitches. So she ain't trying to be in an office with a bunch of bitches. Um, Didn't work out for her. She took the clothes, ended up getting a job at Taco Bell, and then she joined the union. And now look at her, she's a fucking iron worker. Um, But I started working with Dress for Success they kind of gave me tools, techniques into getting into le- a leadership role. Yes. And then they said, "Okay, here's an application. We think that you're qualified. Answer these questions just like this, listed 1 through like 20." And there I am, truly authentically answering these questions that they compiled into like an essay. And they submitted it to the Carnival Cruise Foundation. They paid for me to go on a cruise summit to the Bahamas. Yes. I got a free trip to Miami. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> a free trip to the Bahamas. But it fed me. It fed my soul. And it allowed me to wake the fuck up. And I did a lot of crying because I was realizing that I had been living my life in a fog um, on autopilot. I
0: hear that a lot from people. It was it's very like, foggy. When it's like foggy, in what way? You're just... you're. I, well, I don't know.
1: I, I guess the what I want to say by being in a fog is not just being on autopilot, but I was when people say, "Oh, you're a cool guy, you just go with the flow. That's not really what you want to do. You don't want to just go with the flow. You want to go with what your heart is telling you to go to. And I think I was going with the flow. I was just waking up every day, setting off my alarm, going taking the kids because I kept thinking that that was the only thing that I needed to do in life. That life is not a video game. I'm not gonna move up to the next level or whatever, <clears throat> or get an extra golden life if I get my master's degree. Yeah, you know. So I needed to wake up, and this cruise fed my soul, and it introduced me to women internationally that were going through similar struggles, similar trials and tribulations, and I was engaging with them, and they had stories that I was like, damn, where I think my shit is fucked up. No. Like we are all going through something and we're all just trying to make it here. We're all just trying to make it and survive. Like that's all I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to be the president, the mayor, none of that. What I'm trying to do is just create a foundation for my kids where they feel safe. They feel safe and they have an open relationship with their mother and they can say the good, the bad and the ugly. Because I know that's not something that I had growing up. And I think that the Phoenix Rise Project is, was established to ignite the fire in every woman mm-hmm. and make them realize that you are who you are because of the shit that you went through. It's okay. You know, you you were a victim of domestic violence. Look at you now. You know, like, you went through a toxic workplace. Look at you now. And I, I did go through a toxic workplace. That's why I'm no longer there. Um mm-hmm. I tried to pitch the Phoenix Rise Project at my current job at the time, which I can't say for legal purposes. Yes. Um, it didn't work out and I decided to leave that agency. I got a little settlement and I was able to really ignite the Phoenix Rise Project. I started creating these workshops with the money that was granted to me from Just for Success.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I used a little bit of my settlement money into like placing it into these healing workshops and going from there and it's been born. And I do have a partner. Her name is Nashina. Um, she and I met on that cruise and we were actually roommates. We were same age. We had a kid. Same field. And we started talking. And you know, this is a competition. This CAP, this Phoenix Rise Project, there are millions, hundreds of girls, women, doing it all over the world with Dress for Success. And the winner will be announced in uh, February. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we get more money, right? Mm -hmm. But it's a competition. So when I was talking to her about it, I'm like, I don't know how much I want to share with you because you might take my idea. But it allowed me to be vulnerable with her and being vulnerable is being brave and being brave is the masculine side but being vulnerable is the feminine side Mm -hmm. so I allowed myself to open up to this stranger that I met on this fucking cruise and talk to her about my dreams and aspirations and she didn't judge me she was like yo I see that Like, I get your idea I get your vision let's do it together and I love the fact that she's in Atlanta and I'm here in Long Beach we have two different cultures right like n- number one I'm Mexican American and she is African American mm-hmm. and I don't even know if she likes using that term I personally don't like using Mexican American because I'm not from Mexico I'm from here
0: mm-hmm. um there's but, so much there's so much terms <clears throat> like oh Latinx or, Chica- yeah, or lowriders or raider chicanos the, or John- bro Con- I
1: don't I don't speak Spanish like that you know like mm-hmm. you know like you're as much Spanish as I know I'll say to you
2: mm-hmm.
1: um my maiden name is De Leon, but that's, that's all you're going to get from me. Mm -hmm. Like, um, but I love the fact that she's, she's black, I'm Mexican and she has the same vision as me Mm -hmm. and she's serving her community over there with the same mission and vision and I'm doing, excuse me, the same thing here and we're kind of like incorporating that and showing that there is unity and not just unity in our community Mm -hmm. but unity nationwide and there's trauma nationwide and we if we don't solve this trauma the homeland homelessness is going to rise
0: it's bad in long beach
1: man well long beach you know has no rent control no rent control means my landlord in the front if he wanted to he'd come knock on my door yo your rent is now gonna be three thousand dollars next month fuck dude he has that right to do it. So
0: they passed that law
2: then? They
1: did, um, but it's scary because that's how a lot of families recently became homeless because you know their landlords were being greedy and raising the rent like 100%. And how can you do that when you got... My husband, for example, works two jobs. Oh, wow. Not full-time. Um, full-time one job, welding, really good money. And then the second job, he works two days a week just gonna make that
0: just to, just to make it just
1: to survive Fuck, you know man. like and it, it, luckily our landlord is in the front he's really cool but it's hard it's really fucking hard so that way if we don't follow through and let's say I go back to work and being a social worker clocking in and out right yes we still need that extra source of income because it's so financially hard in this world. and I want to that's why I'm doing the Phoenix Rise Project not just to create a revenue uh, source another additional source of income but to show my kids like look if you do what you love it's not really work it's not what you're doing I'm doing what I love I'm kicking it with a bunch of women who want to feel empowered Mm -hmm. who want to take better care of themselves and who are doing this dialogue storytelling Mm -hmm. and they're being vulnerable and showing me that I have children too and I want to heal so my babies can heal My babies are gonna interact with their babies and at the end of the day, I don't want any type of clash. I understand that there are different personalities and different cultural beliefs, but my thing is if you just treat everyone with a sense of compassion, everything will run smoother. The housing, the poverty, the drug use, everything. And why do we use drugs or why do people use drugs? To mask that sense of numbness. Um, Me personally, on the days that I don't smoke weed, I ain't feeling shit, nothing. But the days that I do, which is every day, I'm more in tune, like my sunflowers, they're so yellow, they're so beautiful. One is looking up, one is looking down. Like, I'm more aware of what is going on at this moment. Mm. Yes. Versus kind of just hovering over life. And the Phoenix Rise Project made me feel the ground. Like, I felt grounded. I felt that I had a purpose. I felt like, oh, my God, look at all these women that are sitting here, and they're they're crying with me. You know, they're sharing their stories. They're sharing what they've been through, and we're also making ourselves feel good then we go home because we feel good we go home and we share the love with my man I share the love with my kids then my, my man feels the love so he goes to work and he feels like hell yeah I'm the fucking man my girl just gave me some bomb ass healing pussy you know what I mean like we feel good <laughs> like we feel good my kids go to school and they're feeling confident they're getting better grades because they got love at home and that's where it all starts like no disrespect to the men mm-hmm. but it does start with the women in our lives Because we were all created by who? A woman. Mm -hmm.
0: If it was the stuff, all the bumpy roads that you've been through in your life, what would happen if your dad wasn't this and your mom didn't go through this? and they were both happy and all that would you be different still
1: oh yeah definitely like
0: be more like more calm and not having like man i was this and i was like like the stuff that you've been through it's like imagine if you didn't have none of that and your parents were happy together no arguments no fights and they brought you up different way you would be like totally different like hey what's up like more like i
1: would feel maybe more entitled and I think that that's a lot has a lot to do well I'm telling you from experience so
0: it's both there there is a balance there is
1: a balance Um, my kids I'm not telling you that my house is perfect Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. but my
1: house is not what I grew up in Mm -hmm. right so my children feel very entitled at times Uh and which is why we need to do things like what we did the other day with the Hood Santa with Tito and Local Hearts Foundation we're gonna talk
0: about we're gonna talk about later yeah
1: but we need to go back to that. Yes. Not everybody is as blessed as you, son. Not Uh, everybody got a TV in the room, a PlayStation 4. Not everybody got a fucking bed. Yeah. You know? And like, I have to remind him, like, although you're growing up in this little bubble of love, not everybody got that bubble of love. So make sure you get that, some of that little juice of love and you pour it out to others. Mm.
2: Because if
1: you don't, you don't know what the fuck they're going through. And I think, I'm so thankful for my dad being a single dad <clears throat> and being a- aggressive aggressive, to get um, you ready for the real world it got world. me ready for the real world oh, and it also yeah, got yeah. me ready to understand that I'm not taking nobody's shit I'll yeah. fuck you up <laughs> I'll fuck you up physically mm-hmm. in which I used to do a lot but I'm very good with the works mm-hmm. I'll spit some knowledge on you and you go home and you're still thinking about that shit mm-hmm. you know um I I probably get that from my mom I remember I I remember when you had
0: the rage years I don't when we were young
1: (laughs) I don't need no man fuck up
0: (laughs) you're like this girl don't give a
1: fuck so look when you (laughs) said that I was like you know like a little a little memory comes on yeah nothing came on Uh and I think nothing came on because my my consciousness is so awake right now where I'm like that was the old me Mm -hmm. I don't remember that um but I do know that I—I have. I, there are people that I see out when I'm with my kids, and I'm like, I know them from somewhere, and they won't make eye contact with me, or sometimes they do, uh-huh. and it's very cold because of who I used to be,
2: oh. and
1: if I. Think back to who I used to be, I wouldn't want to fucking kick it with that person either. Like bitch was crazy. You're rowdy. You rowdy, you always fighting. Why are you always mad? Running like, what in the are streets you of mad long Beach. for? Why are you mad? Like Damn. Yeah, no no no. I'm not like that anymore. But mm-hmm. it took a long time for me to get out, bro. Like it, it it's kinda of like a drug. Mm-hmm. I needed that adrenaline rush. I was waiting for somebody to look at me sideways. So I could be like, boom, let's go. <laughs> and then I get arrested. You know, and then get arrested and it's kind of like, bitch, everything you worked for, you went to school for, it could be taken from you. Mm. (laughs) Um, I went to court and I was in court a lot for like two and a half years, proving who the fuck I am, showing them my transcripts. I had teachers going with me, like making statements on my behalf, Um, letters from my employers. It was ugly. I didn't get charged thankfully, but I think back to what I am now and I'm like, this is karma. That is karma. Because I fucked her eye up. I took off my shoe. Okay? I took off my shoe and I hit her here. Oh my god. And her eye. And I I seen her recently um, at the park with our kids. Obviously she was with whatever, who she was with. And I'm like, do I go say I'm sorry or do I let it go and I'm gonna be honest with you I did not talk to her um we made eye contact and we left it as that but Uh, she knew who you were she knew who I was and I knew who she is um I didn't see if there was a scar or any damage but I do know from me going to court all those years I was able to see the evidence and I was like what the fuck that could have been me somebody could have did that to me yeah um so anyways, I ended up getting sick, right, this past year. <clears throat> no, with Lyme disease in 2017. So I got so sick where I'm like spinning. I couldn't walk. I couldn't drive. They were about to take my license because um, my dizziness was impairing my, my ability to walk and talk and everything. Um, took some time off of work. Started this self-care process, healing process. Um, went back to work and then this started so like I don't know if you noticed but like I have like like this doesn't these muscles here are weaker than this side so it's similar to somebody who had a stroke and I'm like yo did I have a stroke like what the fuck so I go get all these labs done no it's stress induced and it's triggered by people who have Lyme disease and I get Lyme disease because I went camping and went to go hike in the fucking woods like a pendeja and got <laughs> bit by a fucking tick and ticks carry Lyme disease and that's what happened and so I was like how am I going to take care of my kids so I got oh, I got good I got healed from the Lyme right I'm like I don't even like Lyme what the fuck um, and then this happened it's gotten a lot better but there was a time where I was so depressed because I, this eye was just like open like that all the time. It was Fuck. widely open. Um, I couldn't, I had to sleep with like tape over my eye to force it to close oh, wow. and to smile was like this,
2: like, like,
1: the, like very minimal, like nothing. It's gotten a lot better because I'm doing acupuncture. I'm doing a lot of holistic healing, a lot of prayer, a lot of meditation acupuncture, um, massage therapy but right away the doctors go and see the neurologist oh you know what you're going to be put on pain medications pain medication uh, knocking me the fuck out all day I can't cook, I can't clean, I can't take my kids to school I can't do nothing because they were so strong or they're sedating me
0: they want they want the money and and it's I, like oh you're going to be better no no no, we, no sh- just pretend like she's she'll sick she coming back and, and it, what it
1: is is pain medication is addicting right so I was like this ain't for me and this is not what I like to do this is not who I am okay well that's fine we're gonna send you to go get Botox you wanna put poison into my face and you think that that will allow my nerves to reconnect Mm -hmm. no so I started researching on how to heal myself Um, and that's when I go up the street over here in Paramount to go see Chino doctor and he is an acupuncture therapist So he goes and I'm putting, he's putting the needles on certain pressure points on my hands and my feet and my face. And he's helped me to where it is now. Yeah. But I will show you like after this is done, the pictures were like, I went through a depression because I was like, I am way too pretty to be feeling like this. Then I started saying to myself, that's exactly what it is, bitch. You need to wake up. There's more to life than this exteriorness. Share what's in here. Share how you're feeling. And then I started thinking back to when I split Homegirl's eye open. My eye don't close. You karma. know? Karma. Karma. Karma at its finest. And then I was like, <gasps> hyperventilating because I'm like, oh my God, I did this to myself. <laughs> take a fucking chill pill the same way you did it to yourself it's the same way that you can get rid of it by yourself talking to myself and telling myself as i'm doing my hair as i'm applying my makeup bitch Mm -hmm. you bomb you're still fine your eyes are still beautiful your smile is still great you Mm -hmm. still have great skin like and then i'm like oh and i could literally feel my muscles loosening up and i'm like okay the tension is not always here it's more in my mind and my mind, our minds, can they play fucking tricks? That is a magical fucking thing. They will tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. Should have, could have,
0: would have, mm-hmm. would have assumed this. You think, mm-hmm. dude, this is, man, this is a pretty deep talk right now because understanding you about you and your life and what you see with knowledge and all that, it, it made me have a good understanding to, man, maybe I should just do it this way. Oh, I get it. Now I know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's this is this is man. It's very understandable.
1: It, it and I have a friend. Her her she we talk every day, right? And she tells me I would have we worked together mm-hmm. at, at the last agency, and mm-hmm. we worked together for like two three years. And she's like, I would have never known this was you if I would have just kept allowing myself to clock into work. Mm-hmm. And, hey Amanda, what's going on? And it wasn't until after I left the agency that she and I
2: mm-hmm.
1: started having this dialogue like this. Like, she's getting to know mm-hmm. me. And I'm like, why? And she's like, well, everyone at work was, like, kind of intimidated by you. hmm Because I wasn't there to make friends. Yeah. And because I was on autopilot. Mm-hmm. I was on brain fog. So when you say good morning to me, I'm not even looking at you. I'm like, good morning. Hey, good morning. Mm-hmm. And I think now I'm really taking the time to be like, "What's up? How are you doing?" That's and good. I don't want to hear, "I'm doing good," because you're doing way better than good. Find a new way to talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very peaceful today. Mm. I'm very abundant today. And if yeah. you start doing that, you will start living it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's something that I'm practicing too.
0: Yeah. You know. All right. Yeah, that's that's something. It's really good. Uh, right now, uh, we're gonna take a little break, and we'll be right back. Alright, we're back on. Uh, Took a little break, had to get some water, but uh, what were you telling me before we had to take a break?
1: So, about the kids being plugged in, right? Uh Uh-huh. I have two boys, a ten-year-old and a four-year-old, and it's very easy for them to get consumed with electronics. The TV, the pad, the phone, the tablet, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, so I started incorporating the, the healing aspect here at home um, by unplugging and diffusing Sundays, no screen Sundays, self care Sundays. Like you have books, you got coloring. My ten year old fucking is a goddamn Picasso, bro. Like he gets down and he will he will paint you, he will sketch you out, and you are like whoa. And I just need him to. Re- to be reminded of other things he's capable of doing rather than carrying so much energy and being plugged in um, I had a friend who came over and she did a ceremony in the backyard called yes. uh, hape medicine and she served me that medicine and it's uh, tobacco from you know the indigenous land and you sniff it up your nose and it creates a mental clarity and it will release any type of um, emotional blockages. What? So I did that, and my son was here. So we're in the backyard, and she he came in to give me, I don't know, water or something. And she says, thank you. And she got shocked because he's so fucking plugged into the damn TV that there's so much going on here. And she's like, can I save you? And he's like, yeah. So... We do saging all the time. Oh at yeah, the house
0: people. You guys that do saging, like we talked about earlier, what happened with the with my ex and mm-hmm. being the bad energy. You have to sage the
1: house. You have to sage the house. Um, like I have my triangle over there with my crystals, and I have the new bundle of sage ready. So when you leave, I can sage from the moment you walked in mm. all through here. I'm not saying that you're carrying bad energy, uh-huh. but there's energy, and I need to remind myself mental mentally. That this is my home and only my energy is welcome here.
0: Oh, I get it. So, like, I I, I totally agree that like that's how I look my place. So when a person comes into your home, he has a different time type of bigger energy that is stronger, and, and maybe, you don't want to be stuck in the house. Correct. Gotcha. And I
1: just want the house to be recognized as my space, not the website, but like my space. <laughs> you know? Oh, top four. Yeah, <laughs> top four. Don't change the songs and shit. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to be known as my home, my domain, my energy mm-hmm. and clarity, mm. you know, and and when you first walked in here, I didn't know what we were going to talk about. You didn't know. You, you had a list, but it, it might go off topic. And so we both interacted with each other with different energies. Yes. So I think that it's important for me to stage when people come and visit me um, when I do have workshops and I started doing that with my kids. Uh huh. And then I started realizing how much static electricity was on them because they were so consumed with the fucking phone and the tablet and all that bullshit. <clears throat> so self- self-care self Sundays was no-screen Sundays. Go play outside. Go do something else. Um, and then this past weekend, we hooked up with Tito oh from boy. the Hood Santa Ugh. in Long Beach. Long and, line. Uh, super long line. Across the street. It was amazing, dude. It was a good fucking turnout. We were supposed to be there at 8 a.m., to help set up um, because I had my two kids and then I had my cousin spend the night a little cousin they had like a little guy sleep over I had to make breakfast we didn't get over there until nine yeah um, my kids were originally passing out waters you know trying to get everybody hydrated and I'm in the back like moving fucking turkeys putting them into bags for families who may not have been able to afford a turkey this coming Thursday or <clears throat> for Thanksgiving or for the holidays or for whatever they may choose to use it for, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I kind of laid low for a minute and I looked around and I had to grab my son, and my oldest. And I was like, come help me with these turkeys. And so he starts helping me with the turkeys and he's like, wow, mom, there are a lot of people here. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do we get one? And I was like, "Um, if there's extra. But I had to remind him this is our home. Even though we don't live on this part of Long Beach, we still interact with these mm. residents.
0: We still represent.
1: We still represent and we got to carry each other because the load gets fucking heavy. And when it gets heavy, what if we don't have, like you said, the mom, the aunt, the uncle, the cousin to turn to? We got to turn to our neighbors. Fuck. And if we don't have events like this, who the fuck can we turn to? That's
0: fucking deep. You know I, what I, mean? I never realized that.
1: It, it was beautiful. They gave out clothes, they gave out shoes, they gave out food, diamond supplies, skate, skateboards. Some like, famous
0: people were there, huh? Some skaters? Yeah,
1: there were some skaters there. There's a couple rap artists there that were from the local Long Beach area. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really good. Really, really good. So I, I think he is going to do something for Christmas called Chris, uh, Diamond Christmas or something like that. He dresses
0: up as a Santa and, and gives out mm-hmm. presents. Um, I had the hood Santa Tito. I had him on my podcast in yeah, the early stages, and <clears throat> when I first met Tito, he was super nice. He followed me, and when my lady Cynthia, shout out to Cynthia, um, my lady, <coughs> she knows Tito because she would go to T- she would go to my Tito would go to my, my lady's bakery shop. Oh, where? Um, over yeah, over there by there Anaheim and Atlantic La Bette Bakery. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, so That's he would cool. always go there, and he's like, man, I think I have a guest for you. He's like, who? Tito the Hood Santa is like who's, <clears throat> who's that guy? Mm-hmm. He's like I don't know who he is like no you're gonna know who he, is. Know who he be, is I didn't know so he used to make Dre beats or Snoop Dogg beats you know back in the day he had the, the band called The Pricks you mm-hmm. know uh, and he was gonna almost be signed with Interstoke he did all these music with Outcasts and like he was just making beats for a lot of people and I didn't know who who he was and he had when I had him on my podcast he had like a some kind of aura, some kind of energy was very pure. Loved. Mm-hmm. It's like something about this guy mm-hmm. and I didn't know what he was about. I had my information and everything <coughs> and I'll never forget this day when I had the Tito Hood Santa. Yeah. It got really, really deep and I didn't at the time after the podcast, you know, I was like, man, how am I going to make it? it like, I got to get the kid's haircut Like, like, what happened? I don't get paid until like a week or two. Tito was like, here, Here's like 30 or 40 bucks. Go, go get it. Go get your kids a haircut and take them out to McDonald's. When he left, I started crying. What a fucking heart.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Straight
0: up, people see him on social media. He might have the haters, but meeting him for the first time, mm-hmm. and I was there when they had when they did the monument of him.
2: Oh, yeah. I, th- I was.
0: Yeah, I was there the first day they uh, they did it. With, you see in the background, me and my lady were right in the back of Tito. And... That guy has a fucking heart. Mm-hmm. I love that guy. I will support the, him.
1: I, I so I started following him on Instagram a while ago, right? I think probably like last year or something. Um, but I started getting more involved with his activities when he did the march, a march for peace. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I you can tell me about what happened with so that. There was a drive-by shooting.
1: There was a, a walk-up shooting.
0: It, like, was, you it think, was. I thought it was set up. I think it, it felt it like set up. Um,
1: it was like on temple. Right there
0: by that nail shop. I know where that's at. Yeah,
1: right next door to the nail shop. Yeah. And it's it's a busy street. You know, you can't just do a drive-by. You got to walk up to the fence and that's what the shooter did. Yeah. And it ended up, you know, killing some people or harming some people. Um, so he created this march and at the time in the morning, I was already doing something with my cousin doing... Um, that mindful movement. She does like a mindful kids yoga, like mom and, and child yoga. Yeah. So I was doing that. And then I see on my phone, oh shit, there's going to be a march today up the street in Long Beach talking about this recent Halloween shooting. <clears throat> Get the kids. I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's, Sunday. No screen. So fuck it. Let's walk. Wow. That's mom. You
0: just like. Let's just- do
1: it. And we, we go meet him. And I ask coincidentally had a cardboard box uh, in my trunk and I meant to make a Phoenix Rise Instagram logo and I was like fuck that shit cut it up into four pieces everybody got their little signs my kids had paint I always have paint all the time for the Phoenix Rise right? We painted a uh, love, peace, no war and I think I still have one of the signs over there on the side of the room
2: Uh huh. and
1: the kids ended up walking we met Tito and he's like Wow. He's so blessed to see the kids. He's like, this is the fucking energy that we need. And my little four-year-old is right there, like, no more killing. Like they were on the Long Beach Post. I saw that. Um, it was great. And it was powerful because I had a cousin who went with me, Nikki. Um, <clears throat> she's mobbing with me. I'm trying to keep an eye on my four-year-old. So I look over and I see her and she's like crying. Got like flood of tears crying and I'm like, holy shit, are you okay? Like what happened? She's like, the energy here is crazy. Like, it's, everyone loves each other. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I thought you got hurt. You know, right away, that's your natural instinct, right? To like, are you okay? Mm -hmm. But she was so moved at the fact that we were mobbing in a diverse community with blacks, whites, Samoans, Filipinos, a a Buddha. Buddhists came out blessed us we crossed the street there's a catholic church there we crossed the street we seen a black dude walking and he starts mobbing with us he's like i respect this and i think that's when i looked over and i'm like how do you feel right now i told my my 10 year old and he's like i feel great mom he goes i feel sad that we have to do this but look at all the people that are supporting us i'm like there it is that's why we're doing it we're doing it so you can feel empowered so you can feel something." Because whoever shot, they didn't feel shit. They didn't think about the impact that would happen after they take a life. They hurt somebody. They break up this home. That family had to move. You know how much it is to fucking move? You need security deposit, first month's rent, and last month's rent.
0: It's, it's, It's a lot.
1: It's equivalent to almost buying a fucking house. Like, So not only are you asking this family to hurry up and create your monetary means to move. But you're installing fear, you're creating trauma, and now this community is back at, man, you know how long it's been since I was like, oh, we can't go in that neighborhood because it's active, since I was little.
0: The street where I, I'm at, um, I won't mention the name, but I'll talk, but if you go down Cherry and, 10th and Cherry, right, I mean, no, I'm, I'm sorry, Cherry and 10th Street on Cherry, was the next street over mm-hmm. where that's the the Cambodian side, mm-hmm. and where I lived at, it was like, man, you're lucky to be on that street. it's Like, why, dude? It it's was all... Cambodian Central, drive bys. If you're a longo, you get shot up at going back. But now, what I my, the place is not like that no more. There used to be a lot of blacks, Mexicans, and Asians. What do we see? We see a lot of uh, diverse, a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. People are buying homes and everything. I see a lot of change.
1: A lot of change, um, some good and some bad. Uh, I grew up, obviously, on the west side, but I had a homegirl who, her brother kicked it with, you know, the Asian Crips, right? Um,
0: CBC, you and got TRG.
1: TRG. Oh, yeah. And, and then my family was Longos, Siders, Mexicans. And then for me to be associated on that side of the neighborhood, sometimes I did get a lot of shit, and sometimes I did get a lot of fights, but it's not something that my kids got to experience, because they don't live that life, you know? Um... But it was really sad to see that shooting happen Because it kind of Makes you think about I thought that shit was over mm-hmm. You know I thought it was over um, There's a lot of diversity in Long Beach And I love that about my city I appreciate that about my city Because it allows me to interact with everyone When I leave the city I'm not intimidated by No black, no Samoan, no Cambodian No Asian, none of that Because I'm able, I got that in my family we all come of the rainbow. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know? Um, uh-huh. so when I think when I started working and I got the directors questions, well what are they? What the fuck does that mean? I don't know how to respond to that. I think that was a trigger for me. Um, because I'm I grew up, my cousins are black. I got Filipino cousins, I got Samoan cousins, you know what I mean? Like I don't know what that means. They're human beings. Yeah. And I want I, I think that when we interact with organizations like the Hood Santa and uh, Local Hearts Foundation, it makes me and my kids understand that we are all one, and we need to do this for the greater good.
0: I feel if there's anything where with Long Beach is so diverse, with mm-hmm. with with all colors, you got gays, you got lesbians, mm-hmm. you got a lot of these mm-hmm. things, but. If there ever is something where Long Beach, where we're all like all family, we're so close. There's so much activities. You see it in Long Beach. Definitely. It's, there's no racism in this. And I noticed something when the, like Trump supporters or racist comes, Long Beach kicks that shit out. We're like yeah. we don't want that we shit. Don't, we
2: don't get. on We're that. not with we're that. We're not like that. Yeah. yeah
0: you know we're. And we're straight up hood. Yeah. Like we will call you straight out. That's. I think that's always has. That's always a Long Beach thing.
1: I think so too. I remember going uh, to my trip to New York, right? And they're like, "Oh, where are you from? I'm from Cali. Oh, you're from L.A. <laughs> no, no. There is a fucking difference. Mm-hmm. No, I'm from Long Beach, L.B.C. And I'm like Snoop Dogg, and they're like, "Oh, Warren G. Yeah, I'm like yes. There yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. Gotta just remind people that Long Beach is its own entity, oh, its yeah. own community, its own little island where of love. It's On all condition- diverse. Yes." you can yes. get on the
0: west side the Belmont Street you got east side North Long Beach you know Pixby Nose mm-hmm. Los Altos you got all these little little villages and stuff you go examino, like going that side you go to and, the- and
1: I, I, like I told you the girl the home girl that I talk to almost every day she's like what are you doing on Friday or what are you doing on Saturday and I'm like oh Long Beach is having a such and such event It's always something it's always something and I appreciate that the city is bringing everyone together and if other cities did that then maybe we could just get along a little bit more yes you know what i mean um but it starts here at home Mm -hmm. it starts in your personal home and then Mm -hmm. it starts in your home community your home city
0: i noticed also i mean we've been here for years living in long beach and back in the 80s and 90s it was pretty bad but now we've seen a lot of changes where not that much violence what used to be on certain streets yeah but not no more because now with the whole Long Beach, with the, all the gentrifications, all changing up, all the old buildings that used to be there being torn down to make lofts or condominiums or fast place or whatever, but I, it, it, it makes me sad mm-hmm. that I've always passed by okay. where I'm at and see the VIP record now as a Seven Eleven. Oh
1: yeah, that broke my fucking heart.
0: Bro. I see that, I hate it. And the guy, he has his own shop now. He's he's just selling. He, it's almost like he didn't. Like change He still You know Sells CDs Tapes And and albums That's it And he hasn't With Diverse It's like fuck With all these downloads And just everything's changing All the good times Are not there no more
2: Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. what I
0: miss about I hate what I hate sometimes I hate what goes on in Long Beach with all this gentrification how
1: everything is changing
0: Where it used to be the good yeah. old times mm-hmm. like the old mama pop places now they can't cause they gotta move out they're all
1: corporations mm. bigger stores bigger yeah. Entities,
0: yeah I like um, cause I'm always so like pro for uh small businesses
1: yeah definitely
0: I love helping out
1: definitely you
0: know definitely. go to fourth street go to anything you have farmers markets in north Long beach
1: mm-hmm. just
0: a lot of things i just want to just help out to the community yeah i
1: think that's what it's all about and recognizing that when you're helping in a small business you know you're helping to recognize them and to see their dreams and be like okay i support you mm-hmm. you know we, anybody could go to fucking cvs mm-hmm. and like when we did the the workshop two weeks ago At Energy House, we did we chose Energy House, which is a small business. Yes. Um, and then I could have easily just went on Amazon and bought everybody face masks, right? But no, I chose another small business who incorporates organic healing. And she's a a girl who goes to Cal State Long Beach and she's creating her own organic facial creams and she's a small business. And she's supporting me by saying the knowledge that you are discussing during your workshops or the knowledge that you are facilitating, it's making an impact. So we're seeing each other, and we're all small businesses mm-hmm. trying to spit the same message. And it's working. Mm-hmm. It's just taking, you yeah. know, a little bit of time. I get it.
0: Yeah, you know, you're helping out the community. And also with me doing the podcast, and people was like, well, how come you don't stay local? You go to the... East LA Inland Empire and everything Because I'm spreading the word from there For them to come visit Long Beach To us to help out with small businesses To help see like Whoa this is what Mega Man and Man has been talking about Oh shit the Queen Mary and this And there's stuff to do and everything Mm -hmm. That's what I'm doing on the podcast I represent Long Beach How I have a lot of guests who were born in East LA represents East LA <laughs> to the fullest. Mm-hmm. That is always going to be like East LA than us for Long Beach. We represent. I mean, if, instead of people saying, "Oh, what do you think about Long Beach? What do you think of?" Oh, Snoop Dogg Warren, G and A Doc. No, there's more to that. Mm-hmm. We got Queen Mary. We got the Hood Santa. We got small businesses. We got Retro Row. We got North Long. We got everything. There's more to them. You got everything of, of, represent. When you mm-hmm. think of Long Beach, what do you think of the Hood Santa? What do you mm-hmm. think of the Phoenix Rice Project? What do you think mm-hmm. of Mega Man? What do you think of Meta? Stuff like that instead of them thinking about Snoop Dogg that there's more to the it. The bigger
1: one. The yeah. bigger lot yeah. Yeah. That's it. I, there should be a lot more um, giving back in regards to the, the bigger names. Mm-hmm. But I do wanna say that like the North Long Beach area has recently like gone through a huge flood of cleanse. Um, You know, they got the little... They improved the streets over there. Uh There's been a lot of money going into the Helton Park near Jordan High School. Oh, yeah. Um, A lot of it has to do with... Because Snoop Dogg's League will be now, I guess, practicing there. Okay. But it does suck that it takes a bigger name to actually start implementing the cleanse and cleaning and investing into the parks and investing into the streets. Because for a long time, I could drive down Atlantic and I was going to get a fucking flat tire because of the Cause potholes. Of, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. simple things like that. Um, I think we just need to get more involved in general. Mm-hmm. And we need to not be afraid to speak up. And we also need to understand that rent is going up. So we need to make ourselves more accessible. So if you have the land on your property, let's talk about building another apartment unit in the back. Make some money for you, you know, and help. The people who don't have the homes. and But that's in another line or aspect of life. But it'll get there. It'll get there, right? Like, we'll like people
0: chat, like I know I get it, like people trying to help out the community.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: if Snoop Dogg's doing that for football to bring in, and you see Tito's giving away turkeys for people who don't have jobs or money and everything, give them, hey, we love you. We give <laughs> a care about Long Beach.
1: But you guys gotta care about yourselves too. And our, sometimes I think our community members are so wrapped up in working, working, working that we don't understand that we, although we are just residents, we can tend to our community as well,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, and we need to be more active in, in doing so. I mean, they had the planting of the trees in North Long Beach, and there was probably like 20 people out there. 20 people. Planting of the trees? Yeah, to, to plant trees in North Long Beach. Why wasn't this marketed better? Why didn't more Long Beach residents come out to plant trees? I don't understand. Because you're not getting paid for it? Or what is it? And I think it's just... We need more involvement from the members.
0: Of the council in Long Beach, the mayor and everything... Mm -hmm. I see the mayor come to North Long Beach. She <laughs> goes to that little Boyle Inca place right there. We used to be mm. a Kentucky Fried Chicken on mm-hmm. that dick. Or mm-hmm. well, I see him, he's always at Pixby Nose.
2: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: okay, if you're at Pixby Nose, you only like to go to Pixby Nose or downtown or 4th Street, but what about North Long Beach?
1: Mm-hmm. You know? What, what is it? Rex Richardson. I get a lot of emails from him in regards to North Long Beach. A lot of events that are happening over here. Uh-huh. Um, they really hooked up the Obama Library. Oh,
0: that's nice. Yeah, it's
1: beautiful. They it's have nice. like, you know, certain things. you can do there they have a community garden there they need to have more of that so we don't have to go into food for less we don't have to go into um another grocery store we can actually go and learn these life skills and I can create my own garden in the backyard like I don't have no garden in the backyard I wish I did and I could but I don't know how to do that and I wish that there was more life life skills in the city that you know implemented that so that's how we will grow. We will grow by doing things like that. We will also grow with educational programs, but life skills are very important.
2: Yeah,
0: that's, <clears throat> that's good. We just gotta help out the community of Long Beach and stuff, and mm-hmm. and you know, with all the stuffs changing, you know, it's like. We, we we gotta find other ways to make a living you know Definitely. and all that if it comes from small business for farming you know i see a lot of farmers markets i love farmers me markets too. it's all like healthy they came all the way i could tell when i buy a box of strawberries that person worked hard to make that for me mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not like it was all contaminated you could wash it mm-hmm. i just like stuff like that really i don't know fresh, why organic yeah yeah,
1: yeah. There's no yeah, chemical, no and preservatives. Good, good feel, good vibes, you know. And yeah, I love that too. Mm-hmm. I do too. We need to have more of that on this side of town. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, anytime I have to go experience that type of living, I do need to go further downtown or 2nd Street, 4th Street. Oh, for, for the, the farmer's markets. Mm-hmm. So they have
0: it here every Thursday in North Law Beach. Where? Um, you go down, let me see, where? Delamo. You make a left on Atlantic, and it's on right oh, there. Oh, near the Rite Aid and yeah, all that. Yeah, okay, every yeah. Every Thursday, that's the that's <laughs> I didn't the. I it was every Thursday. Yeah, every Thursday from like three to six. Oh,
2: that's cool. I think two to
0: six, whatever, just whatever, just basic stuff yeah. and everything. Everyone wants to like to go to the ones in Cherry Park downtown. Yeah. Or the one by uh by Second Street and mm-hmm. all those. Those are the fancy ones.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And all that stuff. So with everything that's going on, um, with the the phoenix rise project now you do like community service you do yoga Mm -hmm. um is this for like everything like what you like
1: so we started it in may and Uh the first one we did uh creative art therapy Uh and uh, we did a rose that grew from the concrete i partnered up with a local artist um star check Mm -hmm. her out creative um creative crafties, I believe. Mm -hmm. But I'll tag her on this podcast. Yes. She's done great work. Um, She sketched out a female body that grew from the concrete and is blossoming into a rose. And then we also, the second one, we did mindful movements. We just did a beautification inside and out workshop. I did another one um, at the Long Beach Rescue Mission. I'm going to do another one at the Long Beach Rescue Mission sometime in December, hopefully the 13th of December on a Friday, yes. and incorporate um, self-care in cooking. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get my sister, Ariel, she you know, has her own keto business. Oh,
0: keto? Ooh. Keto
1: male prep. She's coming into the shelter to show the women how to cook a keto lasagna. And so they'll get the hands-on experience, they'll get to eat the food, and then I am gifting them with the MAC Cosmetics. I was donated um, one of my friends, Jared Coleman. He help, he works for Mac. Oh, you know, Jared! Oh, Steph! Yeah, yeah, he works for what, Mac. How's he doing? He's doing really good. <coughs> he's doing very prosperous. Um, has a beautiful girlfriend, and you know, I think I think they're living together. I think he's doing really good. So I reached out to him because he works for Mac. And he knows what I'm doing for the next Rise Project. He's like, I fully support you. Here's a whole bag of goodies. He donated um, mirrors, uh, lotions for the fa- facial creams, lipsticks, lip glosses. And I'm going to bag that up and give that to the women at the shelter as a Christmas gift. Oh, wow. Um, and then on December 1st, I'm going to have a, <clears throat> I guess, a collaboration with Yo- Yoga Loka at the beach. And you bring an unwrapped toy. And you get a free workout with her. She is a physical instructor, so she'll work you out for free. And then there'll be a mini massage there also if you bring an unwrapped gift on December 1st at Bluff Park. And those donated toys will go over to the Long Beach Rescue Mission. There's about 15 to 20 kids who need, you know, who don't have anything. They're in the shelter, and we're going to bless them give yeah. some
0: stuff you know yeah. and everything and then the moms
1: will get hooked up with MAC products to feel good you know mm-hmm. look good for the holidays bring
0: sexy back
1: that's right make another baby Yeah. Hey, <laughs> not. <laughs> not let's talk about planning. yeah
0: that's here. good <laughs> shout out to Jared Coleman man that's that's big of you and you stole me 10 bucks back in the day at Rocket Taco <laughs> you owe me 10 bucks shots fired if not you can give a loan to uh, you ask a loan from Luciano. oh my God.
2: <laughs> that's crazy
0: yeah you know but I like everything that's been going. What's the future for uh, the Phoenix Phoenix Rice Project now? The
1: future is, well, to finish out this cat project. So the project will be finished. I want to wrap it up around end of January. I want to have a huge musical event in in January Mm -hmm. to start the new year off. Um, So if you know any local artists who would like to participate, ask them to reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Rappers, singers, comedians, Ooh, poetry. I have comedians. <laughs> yes, so I want to do that. Uh, I want to have my godson Marco. I want to have him vent his clothing there. Have a couple artists doing, um, you know, their art thing, different venues, and then. Wrap it up and hopefully submit everything to Dress for Success and my other sponsors. And hopefully I'm able to get, um, you know, some financial compensation to make it an official nonprofit organization. Uh-huh. Um, and then go from there and incorporate it into every single shelter possible. So that way you guys can heal one woman at a time.
0: Oh, shout outs to you man yes. you're fucking killing it thank man you. Well, I just want to say uh, I just want to say thank you for coming on uh, the Mega Man's podcast do you have any shout outs or any last words shout
1: out to my man Ooh, Martin. hey Martin I love you babe he's been super supportive during this whole journey watching me heal watching me cry he's healing with me he's becoming a better man
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, my kids as well they are also very supportive during this Phoenix Rise uh, project journey. Mm -hmm. My sisters have been very helpful sponsoring me, wrapping the gifts with me, going to workshops with me, healing with me. Um, but it's a, it's a journey, and I just want to commend you for taking the time to come out and oh, yeah. you know, hang with me, smoke with me, vibe oh, with that, me. Oh, that way was... Woo, I'm
0: relaxed. I'm <laughs> Allowing relaxed. Allowing
1: me to be me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And thank you for being you, and I appreciate it.
0: It's awesome, man. And I, I, I just want to say, man, like... Coming on the Mega Man's podcast You're like family to me I mean we knew each other a Little here You know like little Waves of years and stuff And mm-hmm, getting mm-hmm. to know you now And understanding you It's like wow I never knew a side Of Amanda like that before And I can feel like All the stuff that you've Been through in the past It's the same thing with me We're both working on it And stuff like that And we're just gonna make us Like better people Growth, and, oh, growth. Yes growth and experience Growth
1: and experience And you know You gonna have those uh, Growing pains But you know Pain no gain I
0: just want to say the best of luck to you, and Mega Man will be supporting you. Just let me know any events, and me and my lady will come to support. Thank you, and all that stuff. Thank you to
1: the listeners. Oh yeah,
0: people are gonna be listening. It's like, oh, I'm gonna follow her now. And where can people follow you at?
1: At on IG and Facebook at the Phoenix Rise Project. And then my personal page is GTMom. Shout me
0: out. Shout yeah, She represents Long Beach Yay. on her pictures. Yay. Always, always, always. Love you
1: guys. Thank you. Always. Love and peace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate and review uh just leave me some stars on the apple podcast you know and everything you can find my platform on google podcast spotify radio public anchor podbean damn Breaker, stitchers and any other podcast platform you can find it
1: my fault
0: well my <laughs> <man>. <laughs> and shout outs to cynthia shout outs to my boys gavin alex and my my, my son emiliano uh, Shouts to my daughter Luna. Daddy loves you. I'm going to see you soon. Much love. And I said, once again, Amanda, thank you for coming on the Mega Mass podcast. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Hey, you like the podcast? Hey. Very chill, huh? Follow, 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 follow.
2: Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.
0: All right. Later, guys.